Hi guys! Welcome. I'm Kenzie Burke. And I'm Sabelle Levy. And, and this, this is, is The Cusp, Cusp Podcast. Sabelle Levy is a photographer, mentor, entrepreneur, and my co-host of The Cusp. She is a first-generation Persian-American and often looks at her life experiences as living between two worlds. Her aspiration to lead a life full of diversity in the arts and the people she surrounds herself with started with her business and international studies at Boston University. She opted out of a standard career path and tasked herself with learning photography and all of its neighboring facets solo. She is now more than just the click of her camera. Her mentorships, full-scope production, and global art direction attracts world-renowned people, brands, and agencies to her inbox. Today, we get to deep dive into the life of this dynamic and high-spirited artist, Sabelle Levy. Hello, Sabelle. Hi. And welcome to your own podcast, The Cusp. (laughs) Thank you. So happy to have you here, but I'm even more thrilled to do a deep dive on you because I feel like this deep dive has been a long time coming and I just feel honored that I get to host this knowing, this deep dive of who you are. Yeah. So I wanted to start today's episode with our own icebreaker challenge, which I'm sure now our listeners are very familiar with. And I would like to know what a moment was that you knew you had to make a major change in your life, that life was going to be different and there was no going back. You know, I started my career in 2015 and it boomed in the first three months. I just met the right person, the right time, who I started traveling with, and I just didn't stop. And my career was booming and booming to the point where I was traveling, living out of my suitcase for a few years, all the while just thriving off of espresso shots and my high spirit with little sleep and completely dedicated to saying yes to everything that came my way, even if it was booking three jobs in a day. And mind you, I had to edit those as well. And it was just hectic. It was hectic like that for a few years and it took a toll on me and I got sick and PCOS affected my hormones. It affected my complete state of mind and being, it made me cloudy and I was living a life that was just not sustainable and I needed to make a change, a big one. And 2019 through 2020, the world paused and I paused as well. I completely took off my career and just dedicated myself to resetting how I was going to chase my dreams. And my career chase was a complete mask for my self-doubt and lack of confidence and lack of self-happiness and self-worth because I was just living and thriving off of other people's positive compliments of what I was offering and none of it was filling me and I had to unpack to understand why was it that my work was the only thing that made me feel worthy why was it that I wanted every single project to have my name on it and I couldn't share why was it that I was working 90 hours a week and if I wasn't I felt pathetic I scaled back and said no to so many projects coming into my inbox. I had an out of office on basically for a year and a half and said, I'm working on myself. I'll see you soon. I set the whole foundation of what I am today and how I'm building my career off 
really solid platforms and at the time also there was no way that any pillar in my life between family and love and romance and social was all going to work together and now everything works so beautifully and seamlessly with each other but I, I did it through course correcting and I meditated and I journaled and we became friends and I unboxed a lot with you every single day and you were there for me. It was massive. It was a huge blessing. And you've been through that crazy time in my life and still are now in this state of health and wealth and I'm confident and I'm happy and I feel good and I'm very balanced. But I was shaken to the core of me. And I can give a testament to that because I witnessed that time of your life. And I just firsthandly want to say I watched your life change before my eyes. I watched mental, physical, emotional weight fall off your body. I watched you feel things you've never felt. I watched mm-hmm. you talk about things you had never spoken out loud. And I hold that time with such a special... It's just that time was is so special to me because I feel very honored that I witnessed that. And I know that that was a huge foundational time in your life. And I've watched what you've built since that time. And it is the most inspiring thing to have witnessed. So now that we've unpacked a bit of your icebreaker, I want to actually take it a little bit back from that moment. And I feel like we need a proper introduction on who Sabelle is. You've done so many things and your name is everywhere. And I feel like people know of you, but they don't know you. And you have that kind of mysterious, (laughs) high profile, you know, essence to you. And I think that our podcast listeners deserve a proper introduction on who you are. Fair enough. (laughs) For starters, I'm born and raised in L.A., And I grew up a major tomboy. I grew up playing sports super close with my family, my parents, my siblings. And I was always a floater in middle school and high school, meaning I was friends with just many people from various different groups. And I thrived that way based on my mood that week or the activities I wanted to do that weekend. I can kind of choose what I wanted to do and with whom and I always, from a young age, was basically yearning for that diversity in my life, and I continued searching for that diversity when I went to Boston University, and I studied business there, and I befriended people from all over the world that basically planted into Boston just to study as well, and my closest groups of friends were from Egypt and all of Europe and the UK some even further than that on the other side of the world. And during college, there was a lot of room for me to play and tap into new versions of myself that I wanted to be because no one I was friends with knew who I was. And growing up, if I ever dared to do such things, I always had my parents to fall back on. And college was the first time where I was starting to adult and needed to trek through my own decisions. I think gave me a lot of courage and it's that very courage that had me wanting to do something other than my business or marketing or advertising track that I could have been super safe in and teach myself photography from the ground up. I gave myself a nine month challenge where every single day I would learn something new about photography or anything that would support it, whether it was communicating with people, handling my own contracts, etc. The few people who I worked with were really receptive to me, my personality, also my output. And, you know, 
for me to arrive at that point in my life, it took a lot of burning down previous tracks or deconditioning a lot of who I was to recondition who I wanted to be and how, which was a front facing person that needed to represent who she was and had to prove worthy of people's time. I let go of all expectations also when I decided to step into that and, and trust that my hard work and dedication to what I wanted and the arts would really work itself out. But a lot of it took really believing in myself. I always believed in myself. I want to hover around that word trust a little bit because as someone who knows you intimately, I watch you move through life with so much trust and your entire energy, you're just very grounded and very rooted and you say that you want something, like you say, I want this campaign. And then a week later, you're like, they emailed me. And of course they did. And that's just how you work. You have such a level of trust and anything you say then happens. And I, I can tell that you've built a career from that time at Boston University up until now. You have insane clients and you've done so many things. And I literally watch you every single week say you want this job and then it comes the next week. And so I just want to know, is trust something that you've always embodied and have you felt that on a deep level? Is that something you've, you know, fake, you had to fake it till you've made it? (laughs) Or is that something you've just taught yourself over time? I think it's a combination. I definitely had enough trust in me since I was younger, which allowed me to dare into things without damaging my life, you know, like not jumping into things without thinking. I always thought through things. And I think that's actually what kind of has me trusting is because I'm really good at thinking and processing what potential outcomes would be, what potential losses would be. I'm really good in that zone. So the trust section, I'm actually still working on. and True trust. Yeah, true trust. Because you growing. really it. I know. <laughs> Internally needs to start to align with the external. <laughs> Plus, over time, when you start to believe that you can and then you do land that project, you start to feel there is something larger at play. So there's a combination of those two things. And I put in the work. I really put in the work. And anyone who is represented by me or a part of my roster on projects that I put out for jobs or who has worked with me and met me on set or who's been on calls with me on pre-production knows that going with the flow and creating a beautiful vibe and dynamic and also prepping with the right gear with the right knowledge to step into that day to guarantee success is something I always start a conversation with to make sure if there's not all the right pieces that we get it all together and so I'm also very tactical in that sense and sensible when it comes to we don't get where we want to go just by wishing it and People that are close to me know that I'm constantly teaching myself something new, whether it's Final Cut, Premiere Pro, learning about lighting or working with set designers to understand design and partnership to make something come alive. I'm always, always learning. And so, yes, there is that energetic approach to trust and knowing that I I have the support and I'm good, but there's also being practical and being honest with myself. Am I capable of that project that I want to land? If it landed in my inbox, can I do it? And can I do it successfully? And can I be proud? And will I represent myself in a professional manner? And 
sometimes the answer is no. Okay, if the answer is no, what am I missing? Mm-hmm. What does that project need of me, that future dream project? What does it need of me for me to be able to create that bid or pitch myself or prove to the inquirer that I'm worthy of holding that weight for that position? And so work goes into that and it still does. And there's a couple of new things that I'm learning right now and pulling together under my wing for a couple of summer campaigns. And it's a combination of all of them. Yeah. And I've also seen just in, I think that trust is built over time, right? Because I've seen you not get something that you really wanted. And then three weeks later, four weeks later, you get something even better. And we're always like, oh, that's why you didn't get that thing. And so I just think also, I mean, for even anyone listening, like you just have to trust in the process because I've seen you get bigger and better things even after not getting something that you really wanted. Yeah. And happens all the time. Yeah, all the time. But that's just the name of the game. And that's just life. So now I want to know, what did you have to do to be courageous enough to carve the life that you wanted? And what did that feel like for you? Oh, I think (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot there. Um, One of the biggest ones is there was a lot of dynamic play and change that went on in friendships and relationships meaning a lot of people that were close to me constantly felt like they needed to adapt to the next thing or way Sabelle was and it's taxing and a part of me felt that I didn't want to put that onto people in prioritizing my career so I would sever some ties and sometimes it landed in scenarios where some friends couldn't do that juggle or like inconsistent friend really who prioritized her career and also parted ways from me and then there's the few that really rooted for everything that I saw for myself and they are part of my very small circle of intimate friends and partner at home and family members who have you know been there through the whole thing and are riding the wave with me just as I'm riding a wave with them and we've kind of shared this way of life and growth together but you know we as entrepreneurs and women let alone people who are aspiring to create something really big for ourselves that has our name on it and other people beneath and under our wing and surrounded by us takes shaving off the fat and it's not to be looked at poorly and it's not anything that holds any sort of stigma but I mean that's kind of what you got to do and I realized that and I knew at the time that I had to do certain things and didn't always do it in the best way but took a lot of yeah took a lot of deconstructing to rebuild an infrastructure in my life and a system that could support my dedication. Not everyone's going to understand why I'm going to work on a weekend. Not everyone's going to understand why I give myself like a very hard, like one hour window of going to sleep and waking up because these are things that are super priority for me to function on the scale and level that I do in the capacities that I do. It's not just me and my camera. I do mentorships. I represent photographers in the country. I'm also managing projects that I'm not directly on where I'm putting together 
you know, people that are worthy of making that thing come to life. And that's also something that I'm doing. And there's so many different avenues. And, and then we have this <laughs> and we have a brand that we're launching and we also are growing brulee together. There's so many different things. And then there's also, how am I going to spend eight to nine years of my life working so hard to build and grow my career to the point where my dreams are arriving and landing in my hands and then I'm not going to make those a priority or I'm not going to make my life circle that environment or atmosphere for that one month of starting and executing a project. How am I not going to do that? Of course I'm going to do that. That's the decision that I made in choosing to, to be creative and like have dreams and get after it. So when it's here and it's asking of my life to be adjusted in a way where that can become the priority. I'm going to do it. And the small circle around me understands it and supports me and like roots me on and it's everything and you're one of them. (laughs) But a lot comes with the territory. And has it been hard for you to make these choices with confidence? And has it been difficult for you to accept that you have to make these sacrifices in order to create this life? I feel like right now you have a lot of confidence in that, but I just wonder if, you know, I think that a lot of people who, who are listening, they, they feel this way, you know, and it's so true. It takes so much sacrifice and discipline and boundaries to create a life for yourself. And I feel like, you know, we could all do it if we had the confidence to do that, but it's very hard, especially, you know, a lot of us feel um, very attached to other people and there's people pleasing and, you know, there's not a loss, but like there's a chance you might lose someone or you might lose something. Right. And I I just want to know, has it ever been difficult for you in that part of the process or do you feel confident in that fully and always have been? Wow. Wow. (laughs) I feel confident now. Um, it was difficult and I actually don't find it difficult anymore. My life is really balanced and really healthy. You know, at some point there was an ultimate lifestyle that I wanted for myself. And that lifestyle asks of it to be cleaned up. And that lifestyle asked of it for certain people to be removed. And that lifestyle also asked of it for space to be opened for the rest to form. And I'm in it now. I'm in that lifestyle that I once kind of envisioned I would have. So it's not like I'm making any big decisions or changes or dynamic plays in my life anymore, but I'm definitely very cognizant of, you know, the future that I want. You know, you think of the future that you want and you envision the type of people that are in it and you envision the activities that you're doing in it. And you envision how you feel and you envision the energy that's around you. And so I'm sitting here today basically analyzing what are those things that I need to adjust to make that future happen and those alignments occur. And you have to cut the fat. And I think that you can't, you can't just sit there and and expect that you're going to wake up and your life is going to feel and look Mm -hmm. like what you envision. If you have a vision and a feeling, then you have to take the actions accordingly to put yourself in alignment with that vision. Yeah. How do you feel today, present day, right now? What are you working on? And what can we be expecting from you? 
Um, I feel great. I feel great today. I'm working on a few global campaigns. Um, up in the summer, there are some things that I'll be art directing removed from my camera, and those feel really special. I'm excited about them on the work front. We have this pod, and we have a lot of clients of mine that are also going to be guest appearing on this podcast. I'm really excited to deep dive with them. There are some angles we'll be talking about that the world hasn't heard from them, and that'll be exciting. And also, I'm continuing my mentorships and supporting photographers who want to constantly elevate their game. And I also am super excited for our upcoming brand that we're launching in a couple months. <laughs> and then 2024, so moving forward, I will be curating an artist showcase. So there will definitely be a physical showcase happening where a lot of us talents kind of come together and present our work. And that's something I've wanted for so long. There's a lot. <laughs> There's so much. You're working on so much with so much ease and grace. It's been so inspiring to watch you this year because you are holding a lot. You are holding a massive career. You are really there for a few people in your life that I've been witnessing and stepping it full up. force into entrepreneurship beyond your photography. Yeah. And it's been a very big year. Mm-hmm for you, mm -hmm. but I also love to see you shine because you. you are. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on. I'm so glad <laughs> <Our> that <podcast. laughs> our listeners got to really just hear from you and about you. It feels very special and it feels like it's been a long time coming and it feels sacred. And I'm just happy to see you stepping into this space because you have so much to share with the world. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you connect with us on Instagram at Kenzie Burke and at Sabelle Levy. And be sure to follow the podcast at The Cusp Podcast 1P. It's home to inspiring quotes, many more conversations, and our community icebreaker challenges. These all have very fun incentives if you take part. Everything is linked in the show notes. We are so grateful you are here. Stay tuned for an exciting next episode. Bye for now.